0: This is the Bible in One Year Express, day 20. How to Navigate Life Our last car has many scratches on both sides. I suspect, although my memory is conveniently vague about this, that I was responsible for most of them. They came as a result of the difficulty of steering through the very narrow entrance on one side of the grounds of our church. Wisdom has been defined as the art of steering. As you go through life, you will need to navigate many tight situations that require great wisdom in order to avoid damaging yourself or others. From Proverbs 2 Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men who've left the straight paths. Wisdom will save you from the adulterous woman who's left the path of her youth. Thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. Avoid wrong turns. Unfaithfulness is an example of a wrong turn. Wisdom will keep you from making wrong turns or following the bad directions. Wisdom will stop you veering off course. It will stop you traveling paths that go nowhere, wandering in a maze of detours and dead ends. Evil may look attractive, but it is perverse and leads to darkness. Marriage is a covenant made before God. Covenant is an important word describing Israel's relationship with God, the Old Covenant, and our relationship with Him under the New Covenant. A covenant is a binding agreement that should not be broken. To be involved in an adulterous relationship is wrong for both parties. In this case, it is the woman who has left the partner of her youth and thereby ignored the covenant she made before God. The man who commits adultery with her has fallen into the temptation to be seduced off the right path, onto a path that ultimately leads down to death. Wisdom will keep you steering along the right paths. It will keep your feet on the tried and true paths. It will keep you walking with those who walk straight. Lord, give me wisdom. Help me to steer my life on the straight paths that lead to life. New Testament from Matthew 14 Herod had arrested John and bound him, and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, It's not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people, because they considered John a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced for the guests, and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her Whatever she asked, prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on a dish the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed, but because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he ordered that her request be granted, and had John beheaded in the prison. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place, Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed those who were ill. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. But we we have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he told the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about five thousand men, besides women and children. Choose the good path. Difficult times in your life can take you off course in a wrong direction. But if you stay on the right course, It will lead to greater compassion and wisdom. The book of Proverbs presents us with a choice between the way of wisdom and the way of evil. Here we read what these two paths look like in practice in the lives of Jesus and Herod. First, the path of evil. Herod the Tetrarch was Herod Antipas. This was the man who rejected Jesus to his face when Pilate sent Jesus to Herod, just before Jesus' death. Herod had done what the writer of Proverbs warned against. He'd committed adultery with his brother's wife, Herodias. When confronted with his actions, he had John the Baptist bound and put in prison because of his own guilty conscience. Herod's life seemed to revolve around self-gratification. He had discarded one wife and acquired another. His focus was on his own personal pleasure rather than the misery that his actions would have caused others, not least his own brother, Philip. Beware when your own pleasure matters more to you than the needs of others. The fear of rejection can also lead us into trouble. Herod was afraid of the people if he were to have John put to death, and yet he was also afraid of rejection by the guests at his dinner party and therefore granted Herodias' daughter's request for the head of John the Baptist. Make sure you do not allow what others think of you to matter more than what is right. Because John the Baptist courageously spoke out, Herod wanted to kill him. In fact, evil seemed to have run in the family. Herod's niece, Herodias' daughter, plotted with her mother to have John beheaded. They were so hardened to evil that they were not even sickened by the sight of John the Baptist's head brought in on a platter. Second, the path of good. Jesus was clearly deeply shocked by the news of his cousin's death. His response to bad news was to withdraw privately to a solitary place. He needed to be alone with God. Yet, when his plans were interrupted, Jesus did not get irritated, as I often do. It's good to make plans, but also to allow God to interrupt your plans. Because of his compassion, Jesus had the wisdom not only to go with the flow, but also to respond actively. He healed their sick. Even after all that, He did not take the opportunity to get away from the crowds. Instead, he fed them. Or rather, he taught his disciples how to feed them miraculously. He mobilized them. We see the extraordinary wisdom of Jesus as he navigated through this day. It was a day that started very badly, but Jesus managed to heal many sick people and miraculously feed 5,000 men besides women and children. That day will be remembered throughout history and has affected millions of lives. Lord, may the difficult times in my life not lead me off the right path, but rather lead me to greater compassion and wisdom. Old Testament, from Genesis fourteen forty one. 41 So Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I've heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. I cannot do it. Joseph replied to Pharaoh, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. Navigate through the challenges of life. Have you ever been rejected, treated unjustly, let down by a friend, or found yourself in some other frustrating situation? Great faith is a product of great fights. Great testimonies are the outcome of great tests. Great triumphs can only come out of great trials, said Smith Wigglesworth. We see this exemplified in the life of Joseph. At the age of 30, Joseph was put in charge of the entire country of Egypt. Pharaoh was looking for a wise and experienced person and he recognised that there was no one as qualified as Joseph. But first, Joseph went through a very tough time. It was all part of his training. He'd been rejected by his brothers, treated unjustly and put in prison. Yet his suffering was still not at an end. God gave him the interpretation of the dreams of his fellow prisoners, the cupbearer and the baker. He was given a clear and accurate interpretation. The baker was executed and the chief cupbearer was released and restored to his position. All Joseph had asked of him was that when he was released, He would remember to mention him to Pharaoh and get him out of prison. However, the chief cupbearer forgot all about Joseph. This must have been so difficult and discouraging for him. It is never easy when friends let you down. In Joseph's case, it meant two more years languishing in a dungeon. Prison must have been an extraordinarily frustrating place for a man of Joseph's talents. He was in his twenties, in the prime of his life. He didn't know whether he would ever be released. I'm not a very patient person. I think I would have gone mad with frustration. Yet, in fact, God was preparing Joseph for something great. It probably didn't feel like that at the time. By feeding fellow prisoners in a jail, God prepared Joseph to feed the nations from a palace. Finally, When Pharaoh had dreams that he was unable to interpret, the chief cupbearer said, Today I am reminded of my shortcomings. Joseph was called in to interpret Pharaoh's dreams. Joseph said, I cannot do it, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. We see how Joseph had grown in wisdom. The self-confidence and swagger of his youth had been replaced by a reliance on God. He acts here with an extraordinary mixture of humility and confidence, two qualities that do not often go together. This is the humility and confidence we need when faced with the challenges of life. I can't, but God can and will. Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dreams and tells him how he should respond to them. Even Pharaoh recognises the great wisdom that has grown in Joseph. He asks his officials, can we find anyone like this man, one in whom is the Spirit of God? Because he recognized that there was no one as discerning and wise as Joseph, Pharaoh put him in charge of the whole empire. Through all your suffering, trials, and tribulations, God is also preparing you. Joseph had grown in wisdom. As a result, he came up with a plan that enabled the people to navigate through a period of great economic recession and turmoil. As a result of the global pandemic, many of us face all kinds of economic difficulties at the moment. God's help and wisdom may not always change the situation, but they will help you navigate through the struggles you face. Lord, thank you for the way in which you use the difficulties Times in my life. Help me to grow in wisdom, be confident in you, and navigate through the challenges of life. Pepper adds, In Genesis 40 we see how impressive Joseph is. Apart from being a little bumptious as a child, and that was his father's fault for spoiling him, Joseph doesn't put a foot wrong. Well, maybe he needs a little bit more tact with the baker. But despite all the wrongs done to him by others, there is not a hint of bitterness or doubting God. He is respectful of Pharaoh, but he makes it clear that it is God, not Joseph, who interprets dreams. His childhood bragging has gone, and all the glory goes to God. He doesn't even try and bargain his release. No wonder Pharaoh is impressed. Now Joseph stands before him, humble, confident, and ready to be used by God.